Bloomberg reporter, space reporter, NASA engineer's daughter. She's, well, pretty much got a pedigree as long as my arm. Lauren Gush has put together the book called The Six, the untold story of America's first women astronauts because girls rule and boys drool. Hi, how are you doing, Lauren? Good. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Boys, you don't drool. It's just a thing. It's uh, the whole cat dog, uh, whatever. Okay, it's play on words. All right, so how do you become a space reporter? How does that even happen? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm not even sure how I did it. Well, as you mentioned, <laughs> I grew up with I grew up with space in my blood. Both my parents worked for NASA's Jobs and Space Center. And, you know, when I was a kid, I really didn't like space very much. You know, I was a kind of your typical solid teenager who wanted to have nothing to do with what my parents did, but ultimately when I became a journalist, I found myself kind of gravitating back towards space and having a newfound appreciation for it. And so I just kept trying to get my editors to let me write about space, and then I ultimately found a publication that would let me write about it full-time, and here I am. You know, there was a day when, literally, when I was a little girl, I did not think women were going to ever go in space. thought it was always a dude thing. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was a dude thing for many years. Yeah. So you weren't completely mistaken because they were kind of uh, advertising it as a dude thing. Well, it wasn't even on the list of things I could, you know, extremely want to do. I mean, it wasn't, I, I've always been fascinated with space. I had a crush on Captain Kirk, Jean-Luc Picard, hottest bald man ever. You know, you, you, you watch these movies, you, you see the fake things that could happen when you go into space. You see the anomalies. You see all the cool things that might be out there, even though we're not sure. Hubble Telescope has made, you know, made us sure that some of those things are out there. But how the heck did Gene Roddenberry know that? You ever wonder that, Lauren? <laughs> how does he know? How do he know? You know, I can't speak to where he got his information, but he was pretty spot on on, on a lot of things Sheesh. and also, you know, fairly creative on others. <laughs> well, when they can beam me up, I'm going to be a happy girl. All right. But, you know, it, it was something that was a far off dream, but you found a story or how did, how did you find this story? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as a woman space journalist, I'm still very much covering a male-dominated field and you know, even within reporting on this uh, topic, there's it's still very male-dominated. And obviously, I love many of the men that I work with, but I've also, you know, found myself gravitating to the other women who write about space, and we've formed a really great camaraderie and bond through this process and this journey. And so it definitely made me think about who were the first women to be in this area. And I, you know, did some digging, and I came upon this first, six women who, I'll be honest, I didn't quite know much about them. You know, I feel like most people knew about Sally Ride as the first American woman to fly to space, and I knew her name as well and knew of her. But in terms of the other five women, you know, I didn't really know much about them, and they all came on board about the same time, or about the same time that Sally Ride did, and it could have been any one of the six of them that was the first. It really just happened to be Sally, and so I thought it would be a great way to educate myself about these fantastic women and then also bring their stories to a larger audience. Well, and could she have a cooler name for, for, for you know, <laughs> know, riding into space? It you better <laughs> slow your Mustang down there, Miss Sally. Um, but the thing about this is I've never heard of this before. So until your book hit my pitch box, I was like, 
I had no idea about this at all, not even sort of. Why is this not taught more frequently? Well, I think, you know, there's been a lot of focus on the early days of the space program, so we know more about the Apollo program and all of the men involved in those early days because they were kind of the true pioneers in terms of getting to space and setting all of those records. So by the time the women came on board, you know, a lot had been done already, Mm -hmm. but you know, I think there was definitely quite a lot of uh, media attention for Sally Ride, and that's kind of a big focus of the book and just how much pressure she was under. Mm-hmm. But I think as space became more normalized and routine, you know, the, the women's accomplishments kind of fell by the wayside, and so we don't celebrate them and their journeys as much as maybe the first men pioneers, and hopefully, you know, we're trying to change that by you know, talking about their first stories and their flights on the space shuttle. Yeah, and and obviously it needs to be talked about. Where's your book available? It's called The Six, The Untold Story of America's First Women Astronauts. Is it everywhere? Yeah, anywhere books are sold, um, you know, on Amazon, at your local indie bookstore. Obviously encourage everyone to shop local. But yes, anywhere you can buy a book, it should be available there. I don't know of anybody who looks up, like even last night, not going to lie, sat in a field with music blaring, watching the moon as a storm rolled in, just thinking, I wish to God I could go up there one day, but I am a giant chicken and there is no way I would get on a rocket ship because too many of them just, you know, kind of blow up. So I'm not. I'm not fit for it. I'm not brave enough. So I know this about myself, but there are some people who say, I want to do that. And they get on these shuttles and they, they literally risk their lives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and this is, you know, the, the six are a great embodiment of that. You know, some of them dreamed of space their whole lives, even when it was, you know, kind of an exclusive male program. They still dreamed about it and they wanted to do it. And then some of them didn't realize they wanted to be astronauts until they saw the advertisement. So um, they obviously knew the risks, and, but they still charged ahead. And, you know, ultimately one of them did lose their lives um, in pursuit of their dream. Judy Resnick uh, was one of the crew members on the Challenger accident. But With that didn't Kristen stop McCullin, them from, yeah. Yeah, and that, that didn't stop them from, you know, pursuing this and also moving forward even after that tragedy. Yeah, and I mean... I'm glad we don't stop after tragedy because if that were the case, we'd still be in the Stone Age. I mean, you got to keep Absolutely. trying. You got to keep after Absolutely. it. But with two parents who work at NASA, are you looking to get on? I don't know who you'd go with, whether it be Musk or or Branson. I mean, I don't know who you'd want to ride with. I mean, neither one because they both scare the crap out of me. But is that your ultimate desire? You know, I get asked this question a lot, and. For now, my passion is telling the story of space, not so Good much for being part of the story. Um, <laughs> I'm, but, I'm Team you know, Warren. I, I was just going to joke that if they did want to send me to space, I would be skeptical because I've reported on their companies for a while, so I'm not sure I trust the motivations there. That's why every time they say they have a list of people they want to send to Mars, I'm like, can I add a couple names? You know, because everybody <laughs> makes that joke, so I'm sure, Lauren, you get that too. But... It is awe-inspiring. The book is fantastic. You learn things I've never learned before. And the women, I don't want to give it all away because I want people to buy your book, but I do read the books that get sent to me with as much time as I have to read through them. And Sally Ride has a whole... I, I didn't even realize that she's the Mustang Sally Ride they were talking about. I didn't even realize that until I read your book. <laughs> I had no clue. Well, I think 
Yeah, I think it was just, uh, you know, kismet in that way. Um, but yeah, it was, like you said, you know, it's kind of the best name for the, the, the first American woman that they picked. Yes, perfect. You know, but this was, this the, sexism is real. I'm not a giant feminist. I don't believe in all kinds of stuff. You know, I believe there is women's work. I believe there is men's work because, frankly, there are a lot of things guys have to do. I am not inclined to want to even try. So, you know, I do believe that there are some barriers, but going into space should not be one of them. There's there's nothing about going into space that's manly or feminine. It's it's if you're a scientist and you have a you have an expertise in a certain field as either a pilot or an engineer or somebody who can grow plants in your own poop and stuff in Mars, like what's-his-face did on the show Martian. I mean, if you have that kind of special expertise, you should be able to go. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the six are, they prove that expertly. You know, there was a lot of skepticism when they joined from a few astronauts and, you know, people outside of the space program, you know, who kind of thought that the job of an astronaut was male. But mm-hmm. they, the six women showed just how, you know, how it is an all-gendered uh, profession and how hard they worked and how excellent they were at their jobs really showed the naysayers that this is a job for everyone. Yeah, it was Matt Damon who grew potatoes in his own poop on Martian. That's what <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. I mean, you might actually have to do that one day if you get trapped out there. That's the kind of stuff that keeps me right here on Earth. But, you know, th- there were so many different projects, so many different women. I love the movie of the black women who did the math. You know, who came up with stuff the computers couldn't even do. Stuff like that fascinates me. And I love that we are learning about the female contribution to these things. Not because of feminism, but because nobody's telling the story. And they need to be told. Absolutely. And I think another unexplored territory is the women behind the scenes. You know, just Mm -hmm. obviously these women who went to space, you know, they had a lot of fanfare at the time because they were kind of the public faces of NASA. But you know, for all of the women who do go to space, there's plenty of women behind the scenes, engineers and operations managers, um, things like that, who are working, who don't get that same kind of visibility. And so there's also stories to be told about them as well. Well, Lauren Grush is the author of of this book. She gets accolades all over the world, but I'm going to give her a big old fat one because I love this book. I learned so many things that I've never been taught, never even thought to think to ask about. And when I get to read a book like that, it makes me very happy because I feel like I've grown as a human being. And now I wonder, you know, how many females are out there who thought this wasn't possible for them who would who would realize that it is a possibility for them as we move into the future i mean to infinity beyond i mean let's do the damn thing (laughs) yeah absolutely visibility is really important and when others see people like them doing what they never thought they could do before you know a light bulb goes off and ultimately they realize that they are capable of of pretty much anything the only thing about me about your book that did confuse me is because i i really always need my own space and so i know how tight the quarters are when you have to go into outer space so i sat and wondered how did how did women handle being in those little bitty spaces that would be the hardest female trick ever (laughs) i mean i imagine it's just a similar situation to camping that's how i um described to me you know it's a it's a short camping trip Obviously, in those situations, you spend some time in close quarters as well. Right. Well, misogyny is a real thing. That's why high heels exist. Just just saying. But um, 
you know, I don't I don't go camping either. I have no desire to go into space, but I know there are a lot of little girls who probably have stars in their eyes who want to go up someday. And I think now the book is open and and this is something they can think of and and learn about and continue to stress and stretch their imaginations. The STEM classes are full of girls and they're excelling. So, you know, sky's the limit for them, don't you think? Absolutely. Awesome. So what do you have coming up? Do you have, a, do you have anything new coming on the forefront? <laughs> no, I'm going back to, you know, my one full-time job for now. While I was writing this book, I had two full-time jobs. So right now I'm just focusing on reporting for Bloomberg, which keeps me plenty busy. Maybe I'll think of some other ideas and, and what to do next year. But for, for now, I'm real just enjoying having one workload. <laughs> yeah, well, good for you. I mean, I was claustrophobic just reading the book, so do do know that the, the reality of what it's like to be in one of these space vessels, if you will, uh, rockets, if whatever you want to call them. But the good news is these are the ones that come right back to Earth. That's the best part. It's the ones that are going to yes. venture out into the great unknown that I think might be your next project. So best of luck to you. I love the book. I hope you sell a zillion copies. Thank you so much. It was You're a pleasure. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.